Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, the off-week non-movie edition to Disney Minus, where I am uh, dragging Cat through the Kingdom Hearts series. For some reason, I forget why it seemed like a good idea at the time. Because you think <laughs> it's funny. That There we go. Yeah, that. I'm Steven. I'm Cat, and I hope to God, but probably will, that I never have to play Fuck, Mary Kill with another set of Disney characters. <laughs> See, you say that, and now it's going to happen. I had a feeling it was already going to happen anyway, but... Yeah, you're probably not wrong. The only problem is, you know that now they're going to be like trying to come up with the most twisted combinations for us to have to pick from. Yeah. And we're both going to have to do it. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, Lin, Champo, and Yao were like all right there. The three of them were already together. I don't want to think about what kind of mishmash we're going to have next time it happens. Because you know it will. Uh, uh, let's see. Trios oh, that we could have done oh, so far. Ideas. They could have given us like Cogsworth, Lumiere, and Mrs. Potts. Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we left off on the Hercules world. I guess they technically could have given us like Herc, Meg, and Phil or something. Meg. Mary Meg. <laughs> hey, God. Hmm. Excuse me. Okay. You're not excused. Of course. So, Kat, do you remember what we talked about last time? Other than the atrocity that I just mentioned. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I remember going through Mulan's world. I remember going through Beauty and the Beast where everybody, like, I guess, got hit with amnesia and went through the same shit of, like, not trusting each other or whatever all over again. Um, yes, we met, we officially met Zaldan, but did not get to see his face. But he right. was there to be mean to Beast. And then I don't, I honestly don't remember. Did we get into the Hercules world at all? Because I honestly don't remember any of that world. Yes, uh, we didn't get very far. But yeah, um, what was it? I remember the cute little puppy Heartless. He was cute. <laughs> yeah, no, that was basically, we show, uh, they showed up in the underworld. They missed their landing or whatever. Um, they met Meg. Apparently, Hades has been sending monster after monster up top for Hercules to fight. And so Meg, who in the, in the Kingdom Hearts continuity, they're not doing the whole, oh, she secretly works for Hades thing. So she just thought, that Hades would listen to her, I guess. Um, she decided she was going to go try to ask Hades to eat, to ease up, and instead got attacked by Heartless. So gotcha. that went about as well as it was going to. Um, of course. We left off with um, Hades and Pete talking, and uh, Pete basically kind of making fun of, oh, ha, 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 Hercules keeps beating every fighter you send him. You should just save him the trouble and send him someone that's already dead. And then that was where I did not realize that you didn't know who Oren was, and I was trying to treat it like a reveal, but it ended up not mattering because yep. you never played uh, Final Fantasy X one. Right. And so that is that's pretty much where we left off. Um, was Hades pulling him out of quote the underworld's deepest dungeon, which I don't super know what that means, but it's a swirling green thing, so where? Like the ninth circle of hell, I guess. I, I mean, it's a good, as good a guess as any. Um, so yeah, so go ahead and start the time, and we will pick up there. Oh, sorry, phone is lagging, and timer is starting now. <laughs> okay, okay, there we go. So yeah, so Hades pulls Oren up out of um the dun swirly dungeon, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically is trying to do his whole spiel like. Hey, there's this guy Hercules. 
tell you what, fight him to the death and win, and you can go free. And Oren, deciding he's going to be a badass, uh, instead turns to Hades and is like, this is my story, and you're not part of it. And Hades gets pissed off. He's like, do you have any idea who you're talking to? I am the Lord of the Dead. <laughs> and fucking Oren goes, no wonder no one wants to die. <laughs> and Hades, you know how whenever he gets mad, he'll turn from blue to red and just like his flames will get all bigger and whatever? Yeah. He does that. He's like, you are fired! And like freaks out. And like literally right at that moment is when Sora, Donald, and Goofy run in. And they're like, what's going on? Are we fighting? Is that what's happening? What do we miss? Basically. Um, so you have, like, a brief, like, just lasting for a minute or two of trying to fight Hades. But, uh-oh, it turns out, while we're in the underworld, um, Sora can't hurt Hades. Yeah, no. Little girl totally can't hit, you know, the Greek god of death. Well, there's also that. But, like, basically it's like every time you try to hit him, it'll do, like, a little ripple or whatever excuse me and he doesn't take any actual damage and stuff like that um i don't know if you remember me saying last time or not but the drive gauge is also like turned off right now so you can't actually use um valor forms the only one we've unlocked but you can't actually use drive forms right now or summons um that's bullshit yeah (laughs) um but so basically, like it literally, it just ha- lets you try to fight Hades for like a minute, and then puts it back in a cutscene where like Sword All and Goofy are like, "What's going on? I don't feel so good. What's up with this?" Yep. And Hades is like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I guess I forgot to mention. See down here, heroes are zeros. Kind of comes with the territory." And they're just like, "Well, shit." Again, <laughs> surprised. Yeah. So basically, uh, since they can't fight him, Orin's just like, "All right, we gotta go." And they run out, and it does this thing where, um, basically, like, the whole path back down from Hades' little castle, I guess, eh, for lack of a better better word, um, he's, like, chasing you, kind of, and he'll, like, walk off different areas and try to start fighting you, so you just have to survive for, like, a little bit until he's done, and then also kill other Heartless, it's not just Hades, um, so that part is actually kind of neat. Um, during this time, uh, we get Oren's limit command. I for I should start writing names for these down because I always forget what they're called. <laughs> um, but basically for this one, I think it's no, I think the command for it is called Bushido. But uh, anyway, basically the two of he and Sora will just like start spinning. They basically they turn into a friggin' blender. They'll just start spinning around and slashing at like everything that moves really really fast. Um. Ah, oh, man, I should have rewatched this, because I don't remember exactly how it ends. I think... Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I forget. You'll see it when you actually watch the Let's Play. It doesn't super matter. Uh, but basically, yeah, they spin around and, like, do a whole bunch of, like, slashing attacks. If I remember right, I think they, like, put their swords kind of together and, like, spin it and just do, like, almost like a little, like, whirlwind or something right there. I think that's... I think I'm thinking of the right one. Doesn't really matter. Not the point. <laughs> uh, but they get outside, and um, Sora's like, wow, are you some kind of hero? And Oren's like, no, I'm no hero. I'm just an... And then he... Sora's like looking at him. He's like, Oren. And Sora's like, huh? He goes, my name is Oren. <laughs> All right, Ed. And they're like, 
And they're like, oh, I'm Sora. I'm Sora. This is Donald and Goofy. And they're like, hi. <laughs> Oren goes, it seems we were fated to meet. Perhaps you need a guardian. In other words, like, I, I guess. In other words, I need an adult. I mean, no, more like, in other words, maybe I think you need an adult. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, y'all need an adult. Yeah, basically. So, you know, quit picking fights with God and furniture. I mean, yeah, like a little bit, though. Um, and uh, it switches back over to Hades because Pete's like basically saying, hey, don't worry about it. They got away, but I got Heartless all over the underworld. It's no problem at all. And you just need to worry about turning Hades or fuck. You just need to worry about turning Hercules into a Heartless for me. And yeah, we don't, we don't want to make Hades, Hades a Heartless, Stephen. That would be uh, Hades basically calls Pete an idiot and tells him to leave him alone. He's like, I'll deal with this myself. And um, sends Cerberus after them, which I just really like this shot because Cerberus is so big that as he walks by, he just like pokes his head into Hades, like the window of Hades' office. And Hades like, Cerberus, go. Go. Who's a good boy? I choose you. Who's a good boy? Don't give me that look. I didn't do nothing. Um, da, 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 just making sure there's nothing else in between there. Okay, no. They um they get to like the door to sort of this section of the underworld, I guess, and their doors are really bigger, big and heavy or whatever. For some reason, it takes them forever to like open the door enough for them to like get out. And there's this really awkward voice line on Goofy's part, I guess, because uh, it's still remember the regular ass Goofy actor doing all of this, right? And I guess he just kind of like flubbed this line a little bit, and they never like went back for it. Because basically Goofy's trying to say in his Goofy voice, it's gotta budge, because they're trying to open a door, but it comes out more like, it's gotta budge! <laughs> and it, it it doesn't sound good, Goof. Y'all should have tried that line again. <laughs> but <laughs> Y'all got the money for it. Yeah, right? Um, But anyway, uh, they open the door enough for fucking Goofy and Donald to run through, and then before Sora and Oren can run through behind them, of course, this is when Cerberus shows up. <laughs> so you have to fight Cerberus with just Sora and Orin, which, I mean, isn't, it's not like that makes it, like, a lot harder or something like that. It's just funny. Um, they keep finding excuses for this. But um, this is the first fight. Uh, I told you about this mechanic already because there's been a couple fights where it could where it could have happened. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that it happened for uh, Nico B's uh, playthrough. Or let's play rather. So this is where I actually like got pictures for it of uh, Mickey Mouse jumping in to like save you. One sec. So basically, what it will do is if you die at that part, um, so, uh, sometimes it'll bring up a prompt that just says "I won't give up." And if you select that, fucking, it'll have Sora still like passed out in the background, and um. And then Mickey Mouse will literally just, like, flip in from out of nowhere. I think even... I forget exactly what he says. It's like, don't worry, Sora, I'll handle this, or something like that. Off Mickey, hello. Yeah, well, yeah, he's still in the hood. It's silly. Um, basically, you've got, like, a couple of different attacks that you can do. Um, you can either A, just hit stuff with the Keyblade, or B, he's got this one called Pearl, which is, like, he'll shoot a little, like, ball of light out, and it'll kind of arc around and hit them. Um, but your main goal is charging up his version of a drive gauge to 
basically then send that energy over to wake Sora up. Mm-hmm. So that's more what you'll do. Like sit there and just pound the, the triangle button to let that happen. And then when it actually does, it just makes all these little like pillars of light around Sora, and he's like, like, I'm okay, okay, I'm okay, I'm good." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was this was the first fight where that actually ended up happening for uh, Nico's Let's Play. It's not like it's anything like huge. I just really like that mechanic that like Sora will basically fucking die and then mickey just bounces in to be like no no it's okay i got him i got him i got you fam yeah um let me see what is there after cerberus i don't know you're the one driving this gummy ship yeah i know i'm looking at my notes um basically though um they 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 get back up to the surface or whatever to they got to go check on hercules uh because um Hades basically teleports down to taunt them. He's like, hey, I'm gonna, er, you guys should be more worried about Hercules because I'm gonna send some, some really big monsters at him. No, uh, uh, no, 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 That's that was it. Uh, Hades, or er, Hercules basically is like, okay, okay, I'm done fighting for the day. I'll come help out. And he's like, what? No, you got, um, you got the deadly Hydra that you gotta fight. That's right. I think it's and... freaking out of me when I'm calling the movie. Dude, but what's hilarious in this conversation is fucking um, Sora tries to, like, backtalk Hades for a second. Hang on. I tried to send both pictures at the same time, and it didn't want to. Yeah, he's about to flick him in the head. Yep. Hang on. Wait for it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He, yeah. Um, so basically, when Hades is, like, taunting Hercules, like, haha, you're so tired, I keep sending monsters up. Sora's like, oh, right, Hades, we gotta talk. And Hades like, nope. Boof. And like flips Sora over and sends him flying back like a good foot or two. It's ridiculous. It's so dumb. Um, but but yeah, so this is where like he says, um, no, you can't you can't leave and come come do anything. You gotta fight the Hydra. It's gonna be a whole lot going on. Uh oh wait, no, I got I got ahead of myself. That scene actually comes a little bit later. Uh, first, we have a meeting of Pete talking to Hades, and uh, Hades being like, so that, that key that that kid has, it can unlock any lock, and uh, basically Pete's like, yeah, it's super cool, it can do like pretty much anything you need, and he's like, well, let me tell you about a little arena that we used to have right here in the underworld, it was called the Underdrome, and <laughs> Pete's like, alright, sounds like just a place for us to toss Hercules and let him get killed, or whatever, and Hades like problem. Zeus locked it up tight, and then Pete's like, "Oh man, that really sucks." And literally having not like followed the breadcrumbs of this conversation, I guess because Hades is like, "Oh, don't worry, I've got a plan." <laughs> I think this calls for a woman's touch, and like holds his hand out and like just makes a little like statue of Meg kind of appear in his hand, and we get this weird, awkward shot of like her just kind of hanging out in the lobby of the arena up up top of like down low to the ground some kind of first person view that looks like it's i guess supposed to be a heartless or something showing up to kidnap her i don't really know it's framed really awkwardly um but this is when hades shows up to taunt him and do and tell him that whole thing um what is it otto is he doing a concern <laughs> he's he's grumbling back here oh um Oh, yeah. 
Um, one cool detail, though, uh, the trophies and, like, the standing posters from all of the tournaments that you did back in Kingdom Hearts 1, those are still here. <laughs> they just never put them away. Um, but, um, hang on. I feel like I'm missing a, a thread here. No, okay, yeah, I guess that is pretty much it. Um, basically, like, like I said, Hades shows up, taunts, um, taunts Hercules, that's right. Hey, or Her Hercules is like, hey, where's Meg? I haven't seen her in a little while. And everyone else is like, Zavar. Basically, they don't realize yet that she's been kidnapped. Um, it's not like Hades just straight up tells them, of course. Um, you do some training with Phil. Uh, it's, instead of breaking barrels, it's breaking pots this time. It's It happens. Um, um, but Phil also takes off after the training, he's like, I got some business I gotta attend to. Uh, this is where they ask Hercules about, like, why couldn't we attack Hades? And Hercules is like, oh, well, there's actually, there's a curse in the underworld that makes it so that, like, you can't hurt him because he's the one in charge. Um, and they're like, wow, that sucks. Is there any way around it? He's like, well, there is this stone that the gods will use whenever they have to go into the underworld to conduct business. And I'm like, first off, you would think that the gods themselves would be immune to the curse anyway, but... I guess not. Whatever. Um, so he's got to go up to Olympus to borrow the Olympus stone for them. That's where he tells you to train with Bill till he gets back, basically. Uh, it turns out the Olympus stone has been stolen, though. Can't <laughs> possibly imagine who that would have been. Nope. No clue. Yeah. He... Well, no, okay, I'm sorry. I, the way I set that up, you might think it's Hades. It's not Hades. He says some guy in black stole it. So, like... So what you're saying is the man in black. Ha! Uh, organization 13 meddling hey okay i was getting damn i was getting way ahead of myself this is where the conversation with Hades shows up or happens is after the training after him saying that the stone is missing because hercules wants to go find it and Hades is like no you gotta stay here and fight i'm <laughs> screwing this thing up but it doesn't matter the order of events here really does not matter okay because we the point bedtime steven we gotta do this <laughs> i know right well, the order of events doesn't super matter up top because the point is they're gonna they gotta go find Phil and also the Olympus Stone and Hercules can't go because he's gotta fight the Hydra. Boom, there, Fuck. done. Um, as soon as they get into the underworld, I'm not even fucking kidding. Just like how they started this world out, seeing Meg passed out on the pavement, being attacked by Heartless. As soon as they get into the underworld, they see Phil passed out on the ground. <laughs> He's not being attacked by Heartless, so he's got that going for him, I guess. Um, but basically, he said that he was going to try to go find another hero or somebody to fight monsters so that, like, Hercules could take a break. And he saw this dude running by in a black cloak and figured, hey, this guy looks tough. Maybe he'll help. Uh, turns out, no. Apparently, that guy attacked Phil and, like, knocked him out. So that, to be fair, I guess, sucks for him. To do. Basically. Um, we get it. A shot of Hercules fighting the Hydra in the arena. They have crowd noises, but didn't actually put a crowd in. So it looks <laughs> like he's fighting in an empty arena. It's social distancing, Stephen. They're all watching through Zoom. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, there we go. It's a um, Zoom arena. <laughs> this time, though, we get access to uh, the basically the other side of the underworld because. The way, the way the little entrance area is set up, it kind of, like, branches off in two directions. So we did one path that led to, like, where Hades hangs out. And then this other part is just tunnels and stuff in the underworld. 
Uh, so that's where we're going now uh, to try and find the dude. I actually really like the way this part is set up. Um, one sec, let it post. There we go. Because the way that that is set up, you think you can just walk forward, but it actually turns out there's a big hole there, and like there's stairs off to the side, so you're fine. This is actually, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, the kind of fog like makes it so that you don't notice that until you actually walk forward some and fall down. So I actually kind of actually really like that spot. It's kind of neat coming in the first time. All of that said, we do get a new Heartless here. It's called the Trick Ghost. You'll see why in just a second as soon as it loads. Aww. <laughs> um, basically what this thing will do, the reason there are two pictures for it, is um, if it is flipped, uh, the way if it's... Hang on one sec. I gotta let Otto out. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to pause the timer? Yeah, go ahead and pause. Okay, it's paused. You're good. All right, buddy. Poor Otto. Okay, there we go. Is he good? <laughs> yeah, he's out. Well, now we know why he was grumbling. I love the door cracked. He's probably going to come back at some point. Anyway, uh, um, so about again? the trick ghost. Yeah, go ahead and start again. Okay, it starts. There are there are two images of it. Um, obviously, the the one on the left where it's like holding the candle uh-huh. and uh, got the little like squiggly bit kind of down underneath it. Uh, when it's when it has itself flipped like that, it will float around in the air and also like shoot fireballs from the candle. So that's kind of neat. Um, when it flips around the other way, it'll run around on the ground and like kind of try to charge into you and stuff. So, so the the gist of it is that it has two different ways of fighting depending on like how it's standing, which is kind of cool. Um, that said, though, there really is not much. Yeah, we find we find the dude. Um, the Organization 13 member, pretty much immediately. Uh, he calls Sora Roxas, because they all fucking do. Um, <laughs> we get to see this guy's face, and I'm gonna go ahead and tell you his name, because this is one of, like, two of them. What the that fuck his name with his hair? That's so tall! <laughs> he's, he's got the side shaved down, and the top part just up. It's like an NSYNC, it's seriously like a 90s NSYNC hairstyle. He's even got the frosted tips. I know, it's very good. I love this guy so much. He's such a piece of shit. I love him. He's a beautiful, good boy. Um, This dude's name is Demix. D-E-M-Y-X. I'll go ahead and type that out in the Answer Report channel so you can see it. Um, This guy and one other guy in in this game, they never actually say their names out loud, which is stupid or at least i don't remember them ever saying dimmick's name out loud i know the other guy they just straight up didn't we didn't actually hear his name out loud until fucking kingdom hearts 3 which is a dumb choice but whatever i just it, but it, anyway it's a boy band with a guitar thing and his name dimmick's demon yep. even sounds like remix i know i know <laughs> um We'll talk about how he fights in just a minute, because obviously we're about to fight him. Um, he shreds some killer riffs? Kind of. Uh, basically, though, like as soon as as soon as they find him, he like throws off his hood. He's like, Roxas? And Sora's like, no, this is Patrick. And he's like, Roxas? No, this is Patrick. <laughs> Sir? I'm, I'm not even kidding you with this. My dude over here pulls out a note card. He's like, oh, right. What was it that they said? Hang on. If the subject fails to respond, use aggression to liberate his true disposition. 
And then he puts the note card away. He's like, right. Did they ever pick the wrong guy for this one? <laughs> and meanwhile, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are just looking at him like, is this guy all right? Is he for real? But uh, basically, um, he pulls out and activates the Olympus Stone. So Goofy's like, hey, he's the thief. And he's like, hey, now that's just rude. But like, you are, though. You did steal it. You are the thief, Dimmix. Um, but okay, so now it's time to talk about how this guy fights. Um, basically, that sitar of his, he'll start playing it, and his power is water. All of the Organization 13 members, just like you saw back in Kingdom Memories, they've all got, like, some kind of power. Most of them are elemental. There are a couple that aren't. We'll get to that. Um, his power is water. So sometimes, when he fights on his own, he'll basically, like, create, like, pillars of water to shoot up at you, make shockwaves, send out, like, and try to shoot, like, bubbles at you. The main thing that he does is he will shout, dance, water, dance, and start, like, playing the sitar really fast. Oh, God. And make, like, a bunch of water copies of himself to, like, dance around and attack at you and stuff. And so what you gotta do, you stop worrying about him, and it'll give you, like, 60 seconds to take out, like, 100 copies, or else you just lose the fight. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's annoying as hell. It's When it happens here, it's not super hard, but we'll fight him later on, and depending on what difficulty setting you have it on, that fight can be hard because it gives you, like, a lot less time and proportionately a lot or proportionate to the amount of time that you have a lot more copies. So like that one, if you're not really keeping up on them can be kind of hard. This one, this one right here is fairly easy just to kind of give you like a little bit of exposure to it basically. Um, (laughs) But so they, they kick Demix's ass. Of course Um, he, he leaves, he drops the Olympus stone. uh, But as he's leaving, he's like, Roxas, come back to us. And Sora's like, this guy's a broken record. And that's when and he picks up the Olympus Stone, he holds it up. They activate it for Sora, Donald, and Goofy. So now you can use your drive gauge again. You can use drive forms. You can use summons. Um, Hades isn't right here, but if he were, you'd be able to hurt him now. So that's cool. Um, but, and this is what I, this is the dumb thing. Um, the, if you remember me mentioning the absent silhouettes last time, uh, if you want to. If you want to scroll up a little bit, um, just above Orin, that, like, book in a little swirly thing, this is where they shoehorn in the explanation. Um, and I just, I hate, I hate the framing of it, because basically Dimmick's already left, and they have him come back to tell Sora, oh yeah, by the way, if you see these things called absent silhouettes around, this is what the deal is with those. And basically, uh, he says, what? I didn't write down exactly what it is that he says because the wording on it is also awkward. Right. Like he says something like if you, ex- if you examine them, um, it'll help bring out who you really are or something like that. I forget exactly how they have him word it. Basically what the absent silhouettes are is a way for you to fight um, as optional bosses, the organization 13 members from chain of memories. So the first one that we found here in the underworld that's got a book in it, that's you getting to fight Zexion again. Um, they'll have different mechanics for each fight. Um, Zexion's is basically just a redo of his fight from Chain of Memories, though, so there's that. Uh, just now you don't have cards. Um, gotcha. 
once you beat each one, you'll get a recipe for, like, a special, like, item of some kind. Uh, some of them it's an accessory, some of them it's a weapon. Um, when you get to Vexen later on, you can actually make his shield for Goofy to use. And same thing when you find the uh, absent silhouette for Lexaeus, you can get his, like, big axe thing for Donald to use as a wizard staff. Jesus. Yeah. But the rest of them, it's all accessories where it'll, like, buff your strength or your magic or something like that. Um, I'm not going to go super in-depth on it. You'll see Nico trying them all on the Let's Play. So this was just shoehorning in that explanation so that we can keep going. Um, but we do also get Secret Anthem Report 5, which means I'm going to have to attach that to the end of this episode. Um, hey, future Steven, don't forget to do that when you're editing this episode. <laughs> Uh, but they keep going. They finally find where uh, Meg is, and I swear to you, this is not a trap. There's absolutely no funny business here. I don't know what you are talking about. This is definitely not a trap. Nah, looks totally innocent. Yeah, it's right. Here. <laughs> and like, so yeah, it's the most obvious trap in the world. But also at the same time, you you gotta rescue Meg. It's not like you can just leave her. Um, so I mean, I'm mean, not super gonna. You would well yeah but then hercules would be sad and he wouldn't he can save know. his own damn damsel he doesn't have a big old key though like the yeah. so, i mean <laughs> sounds like um, to me but so basically they undo the lock and um get meg out for whatever reason she's still even when they get her out she's like still tied up so it's this thing where um you'll fight pete and a bunch of heartless here and you've also got like a health bar up at the top um, for Meg, and you got to make sure she doesn't get hurt too much. Also, which I mean, you're fighting Pete and like a handful of Heartless, so it's not like it's hard. It's more just annoying than anything else. Um, da, 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 making sure. Okay, no, yeah, that's. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So um, after the first stage of this fight, uh, Hercules finally shows up. Basically, um, we get a shot of him having. Somewhere in here, they added in a shot of him, like, having beaten the Hydra and it passed out. Um, he doesn't realize that it's going to get back up, so that sucks. Um, he shows up, uh, cuts the, breaks the weird, like, smoke ropes around Meg, uh, has Pegasus take her home. He helps fight Pete. That's really all there is to that. Uh, Pete leaves after he's beaten. Um, the cave is collapsing because they've done damage to the walls or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, well, actually, I, I do know. Um, because, obviously, based on Hades' conversation earlier, this was the lock that was keeping the Underdrome sealed up, and so now that you've unlocked it, the cave, this whole cave area is starting to collapse. There we go. And so there's a timer. You gotta fight Pete with a timer, but it's more than enough time because Pete, he's not hard. <laughs> No, the the important thing is, after this fight, you get um, Trinity Limit, which is one for Sora, Donald, and Goofy. It's actually a while before Nico tries it, uh, but I'll go ahead and just kind of talk about it. Um, okay. You've got it in, like, three different stages that you can either do all three or just skip right ahead. Um, the initial, like, first half of uh, Trinity Limit doesn't actually hurt the enemies. It's mostly just you racking up a whole bunch of hits. Mm -hmm. So, um... Like I said, there are three different ones. I forgot what each one is called. That part doesn't matter. 
Uh, there's one where they'll all just literally sit there, kind of like hovering a little bit, and just like hit them a whole bunch of times. Uh, there's one where, for whatever reason, they start shooting out like a whole bunch of drive orbs, which is weird. I'm not sure why on that one. Um, then there's another one where, like, mostly Donald uh, will use, like, flare and just cause a whole bunch of, like, firework explosions. Uh, like I said, none of this actually damages the enemies. That's just building up hits. Because the last part of it is they'll all, like, hold their weapons up and make a big flash of light. And that deals damage relative to the number of hits that you built up in the first half. So, nah. Uh, it's it's cooler to watch than to hear me talk about, but but yeah, so it'll be it'll be a bit. The point is, um, Hades shows up and he's like, "Hey, ha ha ha! You guys don't realize, but you realize it, but you did me a favor. Congratulations!" And they're like, "Dude, wait, what?" <laughs> and Sora calls him a sore loser, and Hades says a very good line. He says, "Can it, Keyboy?" <laughs> no, I fucking love this because Hercules goes here, Sora, let me. No one likes a sore loser, Hades. <laughs> Damn it, Herc, you had to go it's, and ruin it. It's actually, no, It's I really like him doing that and just saying the same thing that Sora did. It's chef kiss. Um, Hades basically just kind of like mocking the glasses like, <laughs> and basically tells them, hey, yeah, well, you know what? You're one to talk. You didn't even actually beat the Hydra. And Hercules is like, I'm pretty sure that I did. And Hades is like, nope. Might want to go back up top and check it out because it's breaking a whole bunch of stuff. And it turns out he's right. It's got a whole bunch of heads now and it has wrecked the arena. Who would have guessed? Absolutely no one. Yes. Oh, um, shit, no. Yeah. Oh, no. You want to see some more? Uh, here we go. Because basically everybody decides they're going to square up. Um, Hercules, obviously, is like my, my job to take care of this. Sword All and Goofy, they're the main characters, so obviously they're going to fight. <laughs> What the fuck is Pegasus doing? I don't know. <laughs> they got him like with his lips flared out and showing his teeth. That picture honestly looks more terrifying than the Hydra. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you're not wrong. Right. But but yeah, so basically they decide they're all gonna square up and they're all gonna help fight the Hydra. I don't actually know what Meg does in this fight. I may just have missed whatever she does. Um but the thing that her, that um um at some point in the fight, once you've damaged the Hydra enough, you'll get a prompt for um for Sora to hop onto Pegasus, and he'll kind of like fly around so that Sora can like hit all of Hydra's heads one after the other and do a lot more damage altogether. Um, the one everybody remembers for Phil or from this fight is Phil because he'll get off to the side and just constantly throughout the fight shout, "Get up on the Hydra's back!" over and fucking over you don't actually have to you can beat the hydra without doing this but if you do hop up on that if you do get up on the hydra's back excuse me i almost worded it wrong um, he'll start this like thing where he'll throw up like a giant fucking pot the one of the ones that you were training with earlier and let sora just like slam it down onto the hydra uh to stun it so that you can go around and like Basically, it'll make it so all of his heads stop moving around and you can actually hit them all, which is, I mean, cool. But also, Phil, please stop talking. Um, <clears throat> that said, though, uh, after the Hydra is is done, you get Thunder, so that's cool. Well, now you've got Fire, Blizzard, and Thunder uh, all, all back. Uh, Hercules is sad because he feels like, you know, he shouldn't have 
left. Basically, the arena is fucking destroyed. Uh, they're not going to be able to fight anything here for a while. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Um, don't worry. This game still has tournaments because of fucking course it does. Um, <laughs> um, but so Hercules is sad because basically he feels like he let all the people down. Uh, he feels like all of this is his fault, which honestly, he's not wrong. Um, but, uh, basically Sordon and Goofy are worried. They're like, oh no, Herc, it's okay. And Meg's like, don't worry guys, I'll look after him. I'll make sure he gets to feeling better. Which, yeah, I bet you will. Um, uh, basically though, they say, great, but we'll be back anytime. You know, just give us a call somehow. Um, (laughs) Donald says, that's what heroes are for. And Meg is like, when did you three make hero? And Donald gets mad. Um, Hades or Hercules tells them to hang on to the Olympus Stone for now because I guess he doesn't need it. Um, it acts as the uh, the token to unlock more uh, more gummy routes going forward to finish off this world. So that part's cool. Uh did I forget to get a picture? I don't think I did. Haha, No, I did get a picture of it. We get a new Keyblade. It's called Hero's Crest. Oh no. Ooh. Okay, that's kind of cool looking. Yeah. Um. This one, uh, you can see on the description there, increases the damage of the finishing move in the air relative to the number of hits in the combo. So basically, um, not combo plus, that adds a hit. Uh, keep... Hmm. No, I think it is combo. <sighs> I don't remember. I should have checked the name. I've, it's There's like combo up and combo plus, and I keep mixing up which one adds an extra hit to the combo and which one powers up the finisher. I keep, like, swapping the two in my head, so it's it's one of the two, but, you know, with air in front of it since it's in the air. Um, anyway, so that's Hercules World done for now. Um, <clears throat> we got a new Keyblade. That's cool. Um, we get a cutscene over in Hollow Bastion with Maleficent and Pete. Uh, Maleficent is pissed that nobody else was trying to bring her back. Or, now that she is back, nobody else has come to help. It's just her and Pete. And all of the Heartless. But, I mean, in fairness, everyone that we know she was working with died in the first game. Because Sora murdered them. So there is that, I guess. (laughs) But, yeah. So she's all mad. She's she's only got Pete for her help. Uh, That's literally basically all it is. Um... And she tells Pete to, like, fill her in on what she's missed, because he's like, there's that brat with the Keyblade, he's running around, she's like, I don't fucking care about Sora, whatever. And he's like, well, what about Organization 13? They also suck. And she's like, I don't even know who that is. Maybe you should tell me what all I missed. <laughs> and so that's where that cutscene ends. You, you, he's filling her in, I guess. The important thing is, we go to um, a new world that was hinted at in the first game, but that we never actually got to fucking go to, and it pissed me off, we see Minnie Mouse. Aww. Talking to... Yeah. Um, they're talk. She's in the library hanging out. Basically, she misses Mickey. Um, she... No, actually, it's more like she knows that something's up, and she's like, oh, Mickey, I wish you were here to help out, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Chip and Dale run in, and uh, they tell her there's something wrong in the Hall of the Cornerstone. It's and they, they take Minnie there, and uh, the Hall of the Cornerstone, which I have a picture for a little bit later on, not right now, uh, it's full of thorns, uh, the big, like, black Beauty and the Beast, not Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, uh, thorny vines, filling up this area called the Hall of the Cornerstone, 
Mm-hmm. And this is where Minnie's like, oh, Mickey, I wish you could hear me and come help out. Or basically. Um, and so guess where we're going next? <clears throat> Kat, guess where we're going next? Do I have to? Yes. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> Fine, I'll go ahead and post it. Uh, we're going to Disney Castle. Like Cinderella Castle or just straight up Disney Castle? Disney Castle. All right, then. <clears throat> this is... This is where Mickey and Minnie live. Well, Mickey, I don't know when the last time he was home was, so there's that, I guess. He pulled um, Sasuke and fucked off somewhere. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> they, um, Sword on and Goofy, they land in, like, the gummy ship hangar thing, and basically, Chip and Dale are already here to meet them. They're like, guys, guys, come on, something's going on. We gotta take you to the Queen, come on. And uh, Sora's like, wow, so this is you guys' home. And they're like, oh, crap, I guess there's trouble. And <laughs> little shit. It's fucking ridiculous. The um, the hangar, you come out of it in the the little hedge castle in the middle of this fucking courtyard here that I just posted because it's ridiculous. Oh, hey, look, there's Horace Horse Collar. Yeah, um, it's Horace. Uh, there's Claire Bocal. I don't feel like I should know who the pigs are, but I kind of don't. I mean, maybe I guess they're just maybe the three little pigs. Maybe, I guess. I'm pretty sure there are three. Horace and Claire are the only ones I actually like could name. Yeah, I feel like I should know who the dog guy is also, but no. Uh. Unless it's supposed to be like a really <clears throat> warped thing of Goofy. I don't know. Because he's really the only like dog kind of critter that I recall that we really see in this kind of world. Yeah, so, I don't know. Doesn't matter. This place is actually kind of cool to run around in. It's pretty neat. Um, It is filled to the brim with Heartless. Um, Not strong ones, just shadows and uh, these little dudes. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> I can't they're called... you're cute heartless in this game. That's fair. Um they're called minute bombs or minute bombs. I never heard it out loud, so I don't know if it's minute or minute. I'm go I'm assuming minute. But uh basically these little dudes, uh you can already tell by their design, they are bombs. Uh they'll one just re- try to hit you regular, but then when that doesn't work, or when you lower their health some, they'll like pull their body in and just kinda like close up and, like, light their own views and just hop at you with a countdown timer above their heads. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, then they explode. Um, <clears throat> I think your dog is but, Yeah, he's out there mad at something, I guess. Concern! Concern! Yeah, it's probably just somebody drove by, I'm sure. So fierce. <sighs> yeah, um, there are... you. It's not infinite. You can... Actually, in the courtyard, it's not infinite. There's a lot of Heartless, but you can kill them all. In the hallway leading to the library where Minnie is, I think this part might actually be infinite, which is wild. It's only Shadow Heartless, so it's not like they're strong or anything. There's just a fuck ton of them. So they're either infinite or just a whole lot of them until I got bored. (laughs) Um, But we go to the library. They meet Minnie Mouse. Sora, again, not recognizing authority. Um... Donald and Goofy basically, like, kind of start to bow, and they're like, and Goofy even says, Your Majesty, Queen Minnie, did you happen to summon us? And Sora just, like, walks in, and he's like, Hey, where's the king? Manners! My dude! Ever! <laughs> um, but basically, uh, Minnie says that she still doesn't know where Mickey is right now, um, but that the Heartless, obviously, are flooding the castle, and there's something wrong in the Hall of the Cornerstone. Donald and Goofy know what that means, but Sora has no fucking idea what that means. Um, and Minnie asks them to accompany her to the Hall of the Cornerstone, 
Uh, all three of them agree, but then she realizes that she hasn't had a chance to warn anybody else in the castle yet. So um, Donald and Goofy break off. They're like, okay, we'll go warn everybody else. Sora, you get her to um, the, the Hall of the Cornerstone. Um, so basically, uh, luckily it's not, <laughs> it's not very far because this turns into an escort mission where you have to like accompany Minnie to uh, like literally just down the hallway to a really big door and then into the audience chamber where Mickey's fucking throne is. Um, <clears throat> in fairness though, Minnie herself, not useless. Um, she's, she does have a health bar, so there is that. Um, at a distance, she'll shoot out those same little pearl light ball things that Mickey has, which do a fair amount of damage. Um, but what's cooler is if you actually stay with her, um, you can do a, a combo move called Faith, where like she'll hold her hand up and Sora will stick the keyblade up, and it'll just make like, a flash of light that does like a bunch of damage to any Heartless that happen to be like immediately right there. So that's kind of cool. Let me show you how fucking ridiculous Mickey's throne is, though, because hot damn. It's kind of pimped out. <laughs> Which, what gets me more is more just the size of this room, because it's so fucking big. But then just one little throne. Yeah, but then, like, just a little throne right there in the middle. Um, <clears throat> basically, what you gotta do uh, is help Minnie get into this room. Um, once you do, it's, like, filled with those bolt tower heartless from um, Mulan. Or from the Mulan world. Uh-huh. Minnie, if you, once you get her to the throne, she'll press a switch on the underside of it. And that whole big blue platform that it's sitting on, that entire thing will just slide over. <laughs> and, like, open up to a pit in the ground that just shoots out a whole bunch of light and just destroys the Heartless. So, nice. they're fine now. This is where we actually go down into the Hall of the Cornerstone. To see an item called the Cornerstone of Light. Ooh, shiny. It's, it's just a big old ball. <laughs> it's a shiny. It is. It's a shiny. Um, Basically, um, Minnie explains that the castle itself was actually built around this. This is what has kept them safe from the Heartless all this time. Um, she doesn't go into detail, but basically because of the Cornerstone of Light being here and basically just kind of passively emitting so much light, up until now, the Heartless were not even able to show up in this world. They've been saved. But now the whole place is full of thorns. Um, they've got, like, a hologram of Maleficent talking to them and saying that, like, she wants to take over the castle. She tries to touch the cornerstone of life, but it, like, zaps her hand. So even though she's, like, corrupted enough that Heartless are here, she still can't actually get to it, which is good. Um, Donald, not either not realizing or not caring... That she's a hologram, tries to run and tackle her, but obviously just phases through her and face plants into that little, like, podium thing that the Cornerstone of Light is sitting on. Uh, but then um, Maleficent, like, taunts them a little bit more and then finally leaves. Um, everybody's worried. Minnie says nothing like this has ever happened before. None of the books in the library have any information on it. They don't know what to do. So Goofy gets the bright idea. Hey, we should go ask somebody who knows a whole bunch of stuff that's not in any book. And J Donald translates that to us like, yeah, we'll go ask Merlin. Uh, so you, <clears throat> I wish they just kind of did this as one long cutscene, but I understand why they would break it up too. You actually get in the gummy ship and you've got to fly back over to Hollow Bastion, which is like right there. So all you got to do is just select it and be like, okay, land. Um, 
Uh, this is another cutscene, though, that I really like because they all show up and kind of start telling Merlin what's going on. Um, but it's Donald, or Sora and Goofy don't do any of the talking. It's just Donald, like, freaking out, talking really fast in this horrible Donald Duck voice. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so Merlin basically decides, yeah, I should just go check it out for myself. And I'm not even kidding. It acts like it's doing the whole, like, we're going to fade out while one character fills the other character in on stuff that we already know. But instead of actually doing that, <laughs> it's fading out because Merlin just teleports all four of them back to Disney Castle in the Hall of the Cornerstone. <laughs> and the cutscene even switches back over to Minnie just hanging out being worried. And then suddenly you just hear Donald's disembodied voice as they all phase in. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so this is where um, he he's basically like, okay, I better just take a look at, at it for myself. Uh, he summons a big old fucking door. Let me get that picture in here for you. Tiny door. Yeah, is big and is neat. Um, <clears throat> Merlin tells them that um, they'll have to go through this door in order to get rid of all the thorns and stuff. Um, he says, what or, this door leads to, quote, a very special world. Uh, where they'll find another door just like this one that they'll need to lock in order to actually, like, fix this whole situation. Um, he warns them, though, he says, While you're there, the nature of that world may tempt you to do something dark. You must resist the te that temptation at all costs. And, of course, everybody is, and this is where, like, no one actually does, but everyone is, like, immediately side-eyeing Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what I love in this cutscene is just at, for as big and stupid as this door is, it you actually see Sora like struggling to open it with his little little boy arms. But um, this does lead us to a new world. Um, well, I'll show you the title card here in just a minute, but it's called Timeless River. Um, anyway, uh, they can do what? Oh, I didn't know if I was waiting. For there it is. I didn't know if I was waiting for a picture or anything. Yeah, no, they come out of um, the door and they look like this now. It, what's Sora really cool? Terrifying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sora. Look at his arm that's closest to us. It's like little itty bitty skinny twig arm, and then look at how big his fist is. You'll you'll figure out why it's like this as we go in. Like, um, like he should not be able to lift that hand. <laughs> um. But no, what's what's really cool, and I cannot for the life of me uh, remember if this is a final mix edition. I thought I remembered it being in regular Kingdom Hearts 2 also, but uh, Flutterdark posted in the spoiler channel that he thinks it's, it was a final mix edition. So it might be something that they just put in for final mix. Anyway, the audio in this section, they actually put through a filter to sound like it's in like one of those old cartoons where like the audio wasn't very good because they were just figuring out how to do how to do it. Anyway, um, they start they're looking around. Uh, they see the the cornerstone like right there, just kind of sitting in front of them. Um, Donald goes, "Hey, this is kind of like uh um uh," and Goofy's like deja vu, and Sora's like, "Really? Have you guys been here before?" Uh, before they have time to think about any of that, they see this dude run by. Or they see Pete run by rather. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he anyway, he runs by, notices the three of them, and he's like, hey, you guys, have you have you seen any bad guys around here? And they all just fucking point at him. <laughs> he gets so mad. He's like, he, like, he basically just says that, Arr! like, doesn't actually say anything, just kind of like grunts at him or whatever. And he's like, I don't have time to deal with this and just runs off. And um, 
So Sordal and Goofy basically like reconvene. They're like, okay, what's going on? Was that Pete or what? Um, you he ran off in the direction of the pier, so you chase him down to the pier. Um, it literally gives you the command prompt um, punish as you run up to him. <laughs> and um, uh, you you start a fight with him where literally, just like the prompt to start this said punish, like the little like scrolling ticker tape up at the top telling you like what your objective here is, it just straight up says eliminate Pete. Like, all right, I guess we came here to do a murder. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. After all of this, um, Pete does. Pete still doesn't seem to recognize him. He's like, "Who are you guys?" Hit the road, scram. Um, you. He like lurches forward a little bit, and you hear just this awful cracking sound. These guys have destroyed Pete's back, and now they feel bad about it, which they should. <laughs> um, basically, Zordon and Goofy are like kind of starting to realize. This might not be the Pete that we know. And he's like, and they they even straight up ask him, you know, like, have you seen anything else going on? And he's like, look, I don't have time to worry about anything like that. Someone stole my steamboat. I got to go find it. And Sordon and Goofy, they're like, you know what? We feel really bad. Uh, so we're going to help try and find it. <laughs> and this, this is where we finally get the title card for this place. I love it. It does um, that same, like, old school animation of like making the screen go all grainy and stuff as this comes up it's just really neat yeah it's really cool i love this world so much actually um but so store donald goofy they start looking around they're like okay well something's got to be going on and um a this little like basically it looks kind of like it's shaped kind of like the the uh, title card was but um the curtain actually pulls back and it's got a screen um, it shows them from, like, a few seconds before they showed up, a whole bunch of Heartless flying into um, all of these other little screens on, or, like, kind of floating around where the cornerstone of light was. And uh, so, basically, this is what we gotta do. We gotta go investigate, like, each one of those and take out the Heartless in each one. Great. Fine. Nothing to it. Um, all of these areas are gonna be based on classic Disney cartoons. Uh, I didn't really take get pictures of any of them you'll see them in the let's play uh the first one is a bit is like a big construction site where we are introduced to a new kind of heartless called the hammer frame it is that dude i cannot begin to imagine where he got his name from i know i know right uh you'll never guess how he attacks i'm gonna guess he kicks you i mean he well in fairness he does also just do regular punches and kicks but i'm not even kidding this dude will like jump up like straighten himself out and just slam down on the hammer part and make little shockwaves because fucking of course he does. Um, after you beat all of the heartless in this little construction area, a very familiar looking little mouse guy will run up and shake Sora's hand and then leave. At least his hand looks a little more normal now. Maybe he just had it in a fist in that first picture. Might have been. Um, <laughs> but so that that's gonna be that's how all of these four sections will go. Uh, they'll show up, fight some heartless in a weird little environment. Mickey Mouse will run up, shake Sora's hand, and then leave without saying anything. <laughs> uh, the second one is actually... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Also, after each section, we'll get an extra cutscene. Uh, this one is Maleficent and Pete. Um, it's just Maleficent bullying Pete and calling him an idiot and a failure. <laughs> That's all we see is just Art. her insulting him. And they're all first person, too, from Pete's point of view. <laughs> but, but yeah, so, so we get... We get Maleficent just bullying him, because, sure, I guess, why not? Right. 
Uh, but we don't have time to worry about that. We go on to the next one. It's called the Lilliput. Um, it's <clears throat> basically the whole town, but itty bitty, so that Sword Dawn and Goofy are huge. There is this one like tower in the middle of it that's got a bunch of cannons sticking out, and Pete or not Pete, Mickey is in the background like trying to wave them away, like no, don't do it, stay away from that tower thing. And they're like, huh? And then it shoots them because of course. <laughs> so um, that's what you got to do on this one. You're fighting uh, these airplane guys. They're called aeroplane. Let me get this posted. There it goes. And also trying to like beat up um, the tower thing. Uh, I like how he still has his little helmet on because, you know, they're trying to beat you because they're your enemies, but safety first. Exactly. You got you got to make sure your heartless are safe. Uh, they got to be responsible. The the cutscene after this one is all of these are going to be from Pete's point of view. Um, basically, it's basically Pete whining and being like, she didn't have to be so mean to me. Man, I really missed the good old days back when I had my steamboat. Oh, if only I could go back in time. And then he just happens, and then, like, off to the side, he notices a big old door, kind of like the one that Merlin summoned. Eh, not as shiny. Yeah. I do like the little crest thing on top of it, though. It's uh, a letter P, a cigar, and a fist. Because <laughs> why not, I guess, at that point. <laughs> Stop trying to be dirty. Never. <laughs> of course. <laughs> anyway, you've known me for how long, Steven? Um, the the next area is called the Scene of the Fire. That's just what it's called. You're outside a building and it's burning. Um, there's a new Heartless here, which I'll show in just a minute. But also little sentient balls of fire that will just hop around and like attack you, which is Goodness weird. Gracious, great balls like, of fire! Th like they're not they're not fire Heartless. They are fire. You are fighting fire. All right. So where's my fire? But also, finger? but also, car heartless. It's called a hot rod. I'm trying to decide if it's more cute or freaky looking, and I'm I'm honestly, <laughs> it's yeah, it's like toes the line right there between the two. Um, it's the teeth in the grill, <clears throat> right? Um, I I can't get over the heartless symbol as the hood ornament. It's it's ridiculous. I love it a little bit. Um, like a heartless bins. Oh my god! There we go. Heartless bins. Um. <laughs> Fuck. Um, instead of Mercedes Benz, Maleficent Benz. There we go. Anyway, anyway, God. Okay, I'm getting distracted. Um, we get another cutscene of Pete and Maleficent. Basically, Maleficent's looking through the door that Pete found, and basically saying that the door leads to the past. And she notices the cornerstone of light just sitting there, and basically says, "Okay, now's our chance." And the that's where the the cutscene ends. So we don't actually get her explanation of what she's about to say. It's just like, that looks like the past. And that's the cornerstone of light. Pete, oh. this is our chance. <clears throat> but armed with this new knowledge, uh, Sword on and Goofy are like, trying to figure this out. So Goofy's like, alright, let's see. If that door is connected to the past, and then Donald chimes in, no, 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 no. It comes here. And Goofy's like, then that means we're in the past. And Sora's like, if we're in the past and Donald fucking goes, we can change the future. Oh God. Cause that never ends horribly. <laughs> they basically tell him no. Right. Um, this is what Merlin warned us about. Stop it. God, you would, um, we've got, you would come out through the door in another universe where Donald's like the emperor of the world. 
God. Right. He got himself a duck-themed Keyblade now. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, God. Um. Anyway, uh, the next one is we're inside Mickey's house this time. For some reason, it's Christmas outside. I, I don't know. Um, and also, there's a black hole in his living room that's just sucking up all of his stuff. So you have not? to fight. Do what? I said, because why not? Of course. It's shenanigans and mayhem. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you have to fight a few Heartless and the black hole itself um, before all of Mickey's things get like destroyed. And oh, the thing I forgot to mention in all of these, there's been you get an extra meter up at the top called that's just labeled mayhem. So basically, if the Heartless are causing too much trouble, then you'll lose the fight anyway. It's <clears throat> it's really easy to beat all of the Heartless before that gets too far for you to need to worry about anyway. So there's that, I guess. But yeah, uh, but um, so that's that's the last one. Um, Mickey, of course, gives Sora one last handshake and then runs off. Um, we get one final cutscene with Maleficent and Pete. This is where we actually get their plan. Maleficent is basically telling Pete, okay, don't, don't fuck this up. You need to prove to me that you're actually worth keeping around. And then she leaves. And so Pete's like, okay, I just gotta prove myself, huh? I know what I should do. The cornerstone of light is just sitting there unguarded. I'll go smash it to pieces, and then there'll be nothing to stop Maleficent from taking over the castle. Oh, shit. Which... In fairness, is actually not a bad plan, especially for Pete. <clears throat> but so this is where Sword Donald and Goofy are kind of confused. They're like, okay, so we, we definitely met Pete earlier. He, he seems like a jerk, but I don't know if I would call him evil. And before they have time to even get confused by this, both versions of Pete run by because they're fighting each other. <laughs> I'm not even joking here. Oop, post, there we go. Um, modern Pete, yeah, <laughs> modern Pete, uh, basically is, is, it turns out modern Pete is the one that stole retro Pete's steamboat. When he mentioned it was missing earlier, that's because his future self came back in time and stole it <laughs> so that he could, what he's, what he's done here is, and I've got, I think a better picture that'll show in a minute. Oh, no, I don't. Never mind. Um, he is, he's got the cornerstone of light. In like a cage on a raft that is hooked up to the back of the steamboat because his plan is to just steal it, I guess. <laughs> and so, of course, when Retro past Pete tries to stop him, they get into a fight, and it literally does lead us to a paradox of future Pete just punching the shit out of past Pete and sending him flying. And then um, we do get a, a fight here where... Um, this is another one that I just fucking love because this fight is stupid as hell. Um, Pete will be kind of a ways off in the distance floating down river and uh, he just starts tossing garbage at you. Like literally cardboard boxes, metal tubs, uh, I think a chair for the last one? I don't quite remember. Ooh. What you have to do is sit there and block them and knock them all back at Pete so that he will like get dizzy and like end up just ramming the boat back into the shore so that you can, like, attack the cage that the cornerstone of light is stuck in. It's it's ridiculous. I love this world so much. I cannot understate that. Um, oh, that's right. Okay, I had almost forgotten about this. Uh, when the fight is over, modern Pete falls off of the boat 
into the water, and it literally just runs him over and bashes him on the head and knocks him under the water. Sucks to be him. Yeah. <laughs> but what's even fucking better, or what's even better, is as Sordon and Goofy are like standing there, still trying to figure out what's going on exactly, we see him in the background crawling out of the water and running off. Because I don't know what his motivation at this point is. He runs over to where um, past Pete is hanging out, and the two of them start fighting again. I don't know why, <laughs> but they do. Um, they get into a fight, and so this part's actually kind of cool, because um, modern Pete is still just fighting the same way that he's been fighting it the past couple of times that we fought him, that's whatever. Um, but <clears throat> since, since Retro Pete is around for this fight, one... Um, when he gets hurt, he'll start just kind of like running around and just charging forward, not really paying attention to where he's going. You can actually like catch him and redirect him and slam him into Pete, like modern Pete, <laughs> like that. Or sometimes he'll even just straight up like help out and you can get a little combo attack in with him, like helping Sora hit him really good or whatever. Um, at different stages in the fight, modern Pete will just fucking like bring up his own transition screen. And take you through the different areas that we went to earlier. Um, the the construction, the building site, the um, the Lilliput, the scene of the fire, Mickey's house, all of those. <laughs> and so he'll just transition through them throughout this fight until you finally beat him up enough that he just goes back to his door and leaves. And he's like, man, fuck this. I'm going back to the future. <laughs> he doesn't actually say that. Um but so Sora just locks it, and then we're done. The world's over. Wow. Um, Retro Pete, to show how thankful he is to Sora and the gang, lets them pilot his steamboat because his deckhand Mickey is late. So we get this one, this last shot of like them just sailing on his boat, just having a good time. And <laughs> well, all right. And then this little asshole. Do what? I said, well, all right then. Yeah, and then. <laughs> And then this little asshole just hanging out on the back, not doing his damn job. Bitch! I know! Like, glad one of us is relaxing now. I know! I'm glad you're having a good time, Mickey, because we're over here doing all the work. Um, oh yeah, we do get, of course, a little wink and a nod to um, when Retro Pete apologizes for causing so much trouble. Um, Donald being like, yeah, well, don't make a habit out of it. Like, ha ha ha, because he's a bad guy in future uh we we do get a new keyblade it's called monochrome let me get that posted this is another one where i really like the design on this one um the the token is like the steering wheel from pete's boat the the handguard is like a life preserver like you would toss into the water if someone got if someone fell in the blade is like the smokestack. It's I really, really like the design for this one, just in terms of like relating to the world that it came from. Um, but anyway, when we go back to the future, um, first off, Merlin asks like, or no, I'm sorry, no, hang on, no. Before that, they say or Don or Sora and Goofy agree. Okay, it's time to head back, and Donald's like, wait, while I mean, while we're here anyway, and he gets this really devious look on his face. And they fucking drag him back to the door and toss him in before, like, before they walk through. <laughs> because of fucking, because of course, basically. Um, back in Disney Castle, in the Hall of the Cornerstone, all of the thorns are gone. Um, we 
get this shot of like the vines like turning white and just kind of crumbling into dust or exploding into light, something like that. Uh, Merlin, <laughs> as they come through the door, Merlin's like, uh, I hope you guys didn't do anything too reckless. And Donald's like, of course not. It's like, dude. Uh, we finally get to see Daisy in this series. Daisy shows up. Uh, she is... Do what? I like her dress. Yeah, right? It's kind of neat. Um, she is mad at Donald for missing their date because I guess they had a date planned during an adventure? I don't know. Yeah. He's also been gone for a year. When was this date? Dude, seriously? What is um, with all the husbands just like up and leaving their wives? I don't know. But, uh... Doesn't seem uh, to like, a she, good relationship there, guys. She literally tells him, I know it's an important mission, but you could at least check in every once in a while. And right? this is where Donald gets... Okay, um, do you remember a while back I gave you two truths and a lie? Um, do you remember what any of them were, or at least the one that you picked as, as being false? Oh, I don't if not, I still have them on my phone. Okay, yeah, I don't remember. I honestly don't. Okay, the one that you picked as being false was at some point Donald or Donald Duck attempts to alter the past for unknown, probably nefarious, and definitely marriage-related purposes. Because when Daisy tells him that he has missed their date, he again gets this like e or this like nefarious look on his face, like and tries to bolt for the door oh, no. because he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go alter the timeline. I guess so that I didn't miss this date or something. I don't know." He doesn't actually make it to the door because Daisy, oh, like, God. <laughs> no, yeah, Daisy, like, grabs onto him and he trips, and then she just starts chasing him around the room. Get him, girl. <laughs> I, I know. Keep that um, but, um, basically, serve so they all do what? I said, serve his ass with plum sauce. I know. <laughs> um, Sora asked Minnie to tell Mickey that they're still looking for him, and she agrees, which implies to me at least that they that he's somehow keeping up communication with her at least, but still not telling Sora and the others what's going on. So like Because that'd be easy. Thanks. <clears throat> um but we finally get another drive form. It's called Wisdom Form. Let me go ahead and post the picture of that. Oh sweet. Yeah. Um this one um basically you'll fuse with Donald because this one is magic based. What's really neat is you actually kind of hover a little bit. Like, not a lot. Like, not, like, flying or anything. But you'll kind of hover just a little bit off of the ground. And so you're kind of, like, skating around on the air. Um, All right, careful, dude. You're getting a little close to Ed Hardy there. <laughs> Fred, no, carefully. not like that. Not like that. Um, okay. Uh, but basically, this makes it so that you cast magic a lot faster. Your magic will regenerate a lot faster when you run out. Um, it turns off. Uh, the combo finishers for your magic so that you can literally just infinitely cast magic until you run out of uh, MP. But what's also cool about this one is instead of running around hitting people with the keyblade, you use it like a gun and just fire little blasts of magic out of it. It's nice. wild. You'll you'll see Nico use it um, a few times in the Let's Play so you can really get a, a feel for what that's like. But it's it's wild just watching Sora like Zoom around, just blast, 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 blast. Anyway, um, before I get carried away with that, um, we do head back to Olympus Coliseum for just a little bit because basically um, it gives a little noticing, like a new episode has been added. Uh, this is where it's going to reintroduce the idea of tournaments. Um, 
<laughs> they get down there, and you can see the Underdrome kind of off in the distance, and Sordon and Goofy are like, what's that? And Oren just shows up and basically tells them it's it's the Underdrome, it's the Underworld's arena. Um, fighters used to fight here all the time, nonstop, constantly, until Zeus locked it up because you know, too many people were getting hurt or something like that. Right. And so Dom- so Sora's like, well, how come it's back? <laughs> and Oren's like, I don't know, some idiot must have unlocked it. And, Dom- and I keep trying to say Donald. And Sora's like, wow, what a screw up. And it's like, Sora, Sora, that was you. You're the idiot. So anyway, um, this is how tournaments get brought back into the game. Um, there's already one available. It's called the Pain and Panic Cup. Um, nice. All of the tournaments will have like an extra rule that they'll add on top of, you know, just just fight. Um, so for this one, the rule is uh, you can't use the drive gauge, but limit commands cost a lot less ma- MP than usual. Uh, normally, if you use a limit, it just eats up all of the magic, all of the MP that you have left. Um, so you can use like multiple limit commands. So this is where uh, Nico actually tries out uh, Orin's or no? Does he try out Orin's? One sec. No, this is where he tries out um, the the limit that Donald has called Fantasia, where basically he just makes a bunch of like fireworks and rockets and stuff, uh, do like basically just shooting off various amounts of uh, fireworks and rockets. And also, this is where he tries out Trinity, so that's where you'll get to see that. Um, the final round for it is uh, Leon and Yuffie. Uh, went ahead and took a picture of it because why not? I guess. Um, when you win, you get this, like, big honking trophy that, like, Sora just straight up holds up above his head. It's actually kind of neat. Uh, there it is. Nice. Yeah. Um, the prize on this one isn't anything special. It's a protect belt, which ups, which boosts your defense, and a serenity gem, which you can use in item synthesis, whatever. Um, this is where you'll also be able to see Nico finally beat um, Zexion in the... Um, absent silhouette thing mm-hmm. uh real quick uh i'm not gonna go into like a ton of detail um but since nico like interacted with them for the first time this is where i'll go ahead and talk about it um another final mix edition is a group called the mushroom 13 they're these little mushroom dudes that look that look like they're wearing organization 13 coats and i'm one sec yeah no they're really fucking cute is the, is the thing Oh my um, god, I want to take them all home. I know. Each one has like different rules for what you gotta do with it. Um uh I can we can go into detail later on if you want. Um it looks like Nico let's is actually gonna try and do at a time. Do what? I said, yeah, let's do it later just because we're almost out of time for tonight. Yeah. Um it it looks like Nico is actually gonna be trying to hit them during the let's play, so you'll actually see him trying some. They're, again, more interesting to watch than to actually talk about. Um, hang on a sec, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I saved the names. Duh, 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 duh. Hang on one sec. Because each, all three of them, there is um, there are various varying prizes depending on how well you do. Um, but uh, the sort of top prize for the, is it the even-numbered ones? One sec. No, the top prize for the odd-numbered ones is a uh, staff for Donald called the Premium Mushroom. I'll go ahead and pop that in. That the top prize for Goofy. What was the name on this one? One sec. That looks like Ultimate a Mushroom. To somebody with. 
Um, the top prize for Goofy on the even-numbered ones is a shield called the Ultimate Mushroom. Um, and that's if you actually, like, complete their challenge. If you do okay but not well enough to actually pass, you'll get, like, a lesser version of each of these. And that's got its own name. I'm not going to post all of them. This is what their top ones look like. If you complete all 13 of the Mushroom 13 challenges, um, you do get a Keyblade for Sora. It's called Winner's Proof, and it's literally just, like, all 13 of them fucking stacked on top of each other. It's a little bit ridiculous looking, but, you know, whatever. Wait, we've seen this one before. Um, yeah, because I, I brought it up um, one time last uh, in the last game where uh, That's someone... That's what I thought, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, where um, someone had asked about, like, a, uh, a 101 Dalmatians-themed Keyblade since we were having to find all of them. And basically I said a good idea would probably be something like that. Just Dalmatians instead of mushrooms. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, How much time do we have left? We have, I know it's almost done. We have five minutes. Mm, you want to just not... go ahead and stop it and go to questions now since we only got the five? No, I want to see how far we can get into this next world. We're not going to be able to do pirates. I do apologize there. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, the next world... Um, Actually, hang on one sec. Okay, no, I'll um, we'll we'll finish. That. We'll start the next world next time. Um, I will end by talking about some ridiculous bullshit. Um, that actually um, Flutterdark's mentioned a couple of times in the spoiler channel that he's been waiting on. That Nico actually finally does in <clears throat> in this uh, this next couple of gummy routes. Um, with the gummy ship stuff. If you make yourself just a square with, like, like just the square, not not fill it in, just like, leave yourself a hole in the middle. People just have nicknamed them donut ships because they, I mean, look like a donut. You're invincible. The, um, the heartless, the enemy ships in the gummy routes are coded to just shoot directly at the center of your ship. So if you leave that open, you can't get hurt, but except for, like, a few things, the stuff that explodes obviously will do damage in a wider area, so that'll still hurt you. But, but it really cuts down on the things that can actually hurt you, and it's friggin' ridiculous. Um, Nico actually tries it going to the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Um, he, he named that ship Supreme Bullshit. Um, I'm sure Flutterdark will post it. There's another video for one of the like gummy ships or gummy rats at the end of the game where someone did that, and I'm sure Flutterdark will. Uh, post us a link to it once we get it once we're actually close enough that you can actually watch it without it being a spoiler even though it's just gummy routes um so i'm sure that ate up some time but so yeah we'll just end on the idea that <laughs> you can just cheese the gummy stuff by making yourself a square and they can't fucking touch you it's ridiculous they're actually really fun to watch because it's so stupid just watching everything go right through it <coughs> <laughs> now, how much time are we looking at? Because now you said we were at like five minutes. We are now at like three. Uh, mm, pretty much. I'm tempted there. to try. I'm tempted to start. I'm tempted. I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. We'll we'll pick up the we'll pick up next time. Uh, we're gonna have to talk about Atlantica before we can talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. So we'll pick up Little Mermaid next time. Okay. Which, just a reminder to everybody, might be a bit, then this weekend, of course, we're doing uh, Disney Minus, and then next right. weekend, I will be out of town. Right. Okay. Yeah. I had 
forgotten what the schedule was looking like. I've got that written down somewhere though. So yeah, um, might might be a bit before the next episode happens. Um, like Kat said, we're gonna take a week break because you're gonna be gone. Where did I put that? There we go. I know you did it in the Musketeer chat at one point because you and I were trying to coordinate. Um, yeah, because like you're gone the first week of December, then I'm gone the last half of it. Yeah, the the next time that we would be recording a Kingdom Hearts episode would be the 27th, uh, which you're still going to be gone for. So right now, um, if you want to, we can try to do an episode like the day before I leave. If we want, we would just have to do it earlier because I got to go to better or the day before Christmas. I mean, because I'm working a half a day that day. Remember? Wait, the day before Christmas or, not, or the day before the day Thanksgiving? Before, the day before I leave for Christmas break, so on the 15th, December 15th. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Um, maybe we'll talk. We'll see about that when it gets we'll closer. It out. For right now, it's just going to be a couple, of, a week or so before the next episode. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we might get one or two more in uh, before the end of the year. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, too, too much brain stuff right now. Yeah. So yeah, look look forward to that. Um, it's going to be Atlantica the next time that we do anything Kingdom Hearts related. And that sure does happen. Yep. The Little Mermaid stuff sure does exist in this game. It sure is a thing. Yep. All right. <laughs> Casey over here getting another question in right under the wire. Because Casey, <clears throat> that's how Casey rolls. <laughs> that's how she do. Okay, yeah, okay. So going over to questions, we didn't get any on Twitter. So starting off with Flutterdark, um... We are going to have to hang on to one of his for later on, since one of his questions was about Pirates of the Caribbean, because I, th- I I forgot how much of um, Olympus Coliseum we still had left, so I was thinking that we were going to get to actually at least start on Pirates of the Caribbean, but it turned out it didn't happen. Anyway, in reference to the fact that, um, like I said, when you were accompanying... Um, Mini, you had like a whole bunch of bolt towers just hanging out. Uh, if you remember the like tall ones that do zappy zappy stuff from the Mulan world, yeah. Um, his first question: How would or what would you do to kill a, a whole bolt tower army? If I'm allowed to just zap them with light, then I vote that because that seems to work pretty good. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Or, and this seems like a really, this seems like a design flaw on their part. Not that like. Not that I'm mad at the game developers for making a bad enemy design. It's just if you're the heartless that is this, it seems like a bad idea. They atta- One of the ways that they'll attack is they literally just kind of shoot their head off. So, like, if I could grab that and, like, put it in a bag or something, and then either A, just hit them with their own head, or B, just put it somewhere so that they can't see what's happening anymore, and they just kind of, like, collapse because they don't know. Right. That actually seems like it would be really funny. Um... This next question is actually pretty good. Uh, so Timeless River, obviously, um, I'm sure you picked up because you're not five. Uh, Timeless River is Mickey World is the past for Disney Castle. Yeah. What past of another series would you like to explore like this? Like another Disney series or? Um, since it's Kingdom Hearts, yeah, we'll say Disney series. Okay. Mm. Um, I know there is a prequel movie to... Uh, the Little Mermaid. That could probably be fun. Because yeah. I think that's basically just Footloose underwater. More or less. Or something yeah. like that? It's pretty much, yeah, more or less. Okay. Um, except, so you that know, could... that we, for once, instead <clears throat> of the mom being dead, when, uh, before the movie starts, we actually see the mom. Be, we see how the mom gets dead. 
Great. Cool. Awesome. You want me to spoil it for you? <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I'll watch it at some point, but I'm not like, I'm super eager to. She gets crushed by a pirate ship. Oh, shit. Okay. Ship, but yeah, she gets, cr- she gets like run over because she's trying to save something. And that's why Triton like hated <clears> it at first is because a human literally ran her over with a ship and turned her into roadkill. I mean, you know, that's fairly understandable. It, it it kind of makes you understand a little bit more where Triton's coming from as to why he hates people so much. Yeah, I'd um, be pretty mad too. That's damn. Yeah. Okay, you see Disney prequels. I know that's what I'm trying to think. There's really not that many prequels. They do more sequels. I because a lot of their movies I would are mostly like just kind of one offs. So it's not like they really had like ongoing things that they developed. I guess some of the old Winnie the Pooh stuff could be cool. I think it might be kind of cool. well. I think it'd be kind of cool to see maybe, like, The Lion King, like, when Scar and Mufasa were younger. That's true. Kind of, like, Lion Guard style or something like that. Yeah, basically. Just kind of see. I think that'd be kind of cool to see. Trying to think. Uh... Oh, yeah. Since, I mean, I'm pretty sure I already told you, but Monsters, Inc. is in um, Kingdom Hearts 3. So, (laughs) doing Monsters University at some point could probably be fun. That would be fun. I can see that. Um... But yeah, so there we go. That's my answer, I guess. Um, and then we're skipping the next one, you said? Yeah, that one we got to hang on to, because that one is asking about uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so going on to Casey's, how do you think Sora reacts to knowing hell is probably real? Um, I mean, honestly, after everything else he's seen? <laughs> yeah, in fairness, after like Turnabog and stuff, he's probably not even surprised. Right. Uh, the, the right answer is don't think about it. Just keep going. <laughs> Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> Basically. Uh, what fictional afterlife would you want to go to when you die? And let me see. Fictional afterlifes. Hang on. If I got to be like a goddess, I would go to Olympus. The Disney version of Olympus, not actual Olympus. Yeah, that could be neat. Uh, do, do, do. Or I don't know. I also think that hanging out with the spirits from Mulan, uh, with the ancestors from Mulan would be pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, the good place. It's not Disney, but The Good Place would be fun. I still need to watch that. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, you gotta. It's good. Especially because now the whole series is on Netflix. So, like... Well, there you go. Maybe I'll try to do that this weekend after I'm done packing. There we go. Oh! 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 (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, God. (laughs) One that I know both you you and I would be into. Actually, crap. I still gotta watch the last episode for it. What? What? The the underworld as depicted in um, Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. Yes. <laughs> I would want to work for IMP. Oh my god, right? I'm totally down with oh. that. Oh man, I just realized there's like a whole a whole new episode that I haven't even watched yet. I think it was like the season finale. It's part one of the season finale, and I'm going to tell you that right now, it. it's a sad episode. Of course it is. That and, is not surprising. I mean, there's still part two, so it's not done yet, but it, it is a downer episode. <laughs> there there we go, then. Or, uh, hang on. Let me look something up. I want to double-check one thing. Or, or one other one, if we got to work with Hades and Persephone from Lore Olympus. That's also fun. Just, you know, um, keep, keep ass Paulo <clears throat> away from me, but and I'm not caught up, so don't say any spoilers. <laughs> I have never played it, but I really like the idea of Grim Fandango, where um, basically everyone was just skeleton people, kind of like in Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, yeah, I know again, I don't. You're speaking of. 
I I need to actually go back and check it out. I never actually got to play it, but it's something like um, you stay in, I guess, this limbo for however long until you can finally get a train ticket to like whatever underworld or whatever section of the underworld you're allowed to be in or something like that, I think. But is it at least enjoyable limbo? I don't know. I mean, there are some people that don't even try and like just set up shops, so I guess so. Yeah, I mean, if it was an okay place to be, I guess. Yeah. Should at least look look up a let's play since I'm probably never gonna actually play it. Um this one I guess would be more for me since you haven't watched it. Why is Timeless River Pete objectively the best boss fight? Because oh my god because oh my god, it fucking is. Um like I said, there's the section where he's on the boat and you're just tossing and he's tossing trash at you and you're just tossing it back at him. Um there's the section where he's not on the boat and you're helping and like past Pete is helping you fight modern Pete. It's just, it's a really fun boss fight. It might actually be my favorite one in this game, now that I think about it. And then, of course, I'll just have to hold off until I actually see it, see it. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, this is the one I deliberately did not look up. Oh, no, we're actually going to have to save this one for next time. Um, her last one, uh, Casey's last question is about um, Pirates of the Caribbean, so we'll have to save that for, for next time. Okay. Uh, let me see, we Down have to... I guess, Do we have to skip Flutter Darks, too? The other one that yes. he spoiled, the other one that he spoiled that his cat not <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, he came in and asked one about um uh, about Little Mermaid, so we'll have to hang on to that one for later okay. too. So then <laughs> the last one that Casey snuck in on us. Yeah, right. She got this one here right under the wire. What is your ideal gladiatorial coliseum? <sighs> I would still say one where I could like use the environment to my advantage. Let me see. Fictional coliseums. This did not work out i'm just getting stuff for the coliseum thanks or i would say the one from uh game of thrones as long as i can still have a dragon that would just bust in and save my ass there we go um uh the the arena that they have for record of ragnarok which it, uh i have not read the manga i've only seen the amount of the anime which i think is just season one they have on netflix uh that shit's pretty fun because it basically just ends up being whatever they need it to be um right. in the last episode they just Turn it into a replica of a section of London from, like, the 1800s. I mean, I could dig it. Right before that, it was just a platform on, like, a whole bunch of water. So it's whatever they need it to be. And it's Record of Ragnarok is kind of fun. <laughs> or, or, ooh, if you had one that was set up like the arena from the second Hunger Games movie from Catching Fire. Where you oh, like, the one over the clock? Right, where you can just, like, lure That's... your opponents into a certain area of it and then just let the arena kill them for you. That's wild. So yeah, that stuff, I guess. <laughs> yep. And um, I think that's all the questions we have. It is. So we can go ahead and work on plugs. Uh, we'll do Nero first, as always. Hang on just one sec. There we go. Okay, so you can find uh, Nero, since they are not here on these episodes. Uh, you can find them over at Dragon Smoocher, uh, which is just their regular Twitter. Uh, then you can also find... Um, it has ended. I think they're already. I think they're completely done. I don't remember if they're done, done, or if they still got a couple episodes left. Uh, anyway, the um, Nero and their friend Jane did a Shira podcast called the Podcast of Power. Um, both of their voices are just incredibly pleasant to listen to in that one. So even if you're not watching Shira, it's just a good listen. <laughs> uh, more recently, Nero has also started one. Uh, has also started a Transformers podcast with um, with Audrey from 
uh, Pot of Greed and a few other things. And it's just a really fucking good time because right now they're doing Transformers Armada and it's all just so, so ridiculous. Um, I don't know when this one is going to start. I keep forgetting. Actually, I don't know if Nero has said for sure when this one's going to start. Uh, but they and Jane are going to do a podcast looking into or examining the like entire story of Final Fantasy fourteen. And that to one. that, I say um, good luck. No, I'm digging that. You still need to play it. And I don't think I, they've given us and like, I don't think they've given us a start date yet. I don't think so. Um, you need to play it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. And sometimes I remember to post dad jokes at dad underscore tastic. And you can find me on Twitter at Z minus 87. Um, I rant, I complain about things. <laughs> and every now and then I do a live tweeting of a horror movie. Uh, if I get time to actually sit down and think for a minute, I will likely be doing Tucker and Dale versus Evil next. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a good one. My dad recommended it. And it's on- it is a good movie. Your dad has good taste. He does. And it's on Tubi I- for free. There we go. Um, and then you can find uh, us just collectively at Disney minus pod. Um, all of our individual Twitters are linked there. There's also a link to our discord. Um, before every episode records, we'll post, we'll do a post on Twitter and in the discord for questions. Oh, and this episode, we try to make the answers fun. Before we were doing Oliver and company. Yeah. Yeah. The next movie episode we're going to do is Oliver and company. The Which, touching love story of Peach Marin and Bette Midler. I think I may have watched at some point when I was a kid, but it would have been forever ago. Like, I would have rented it from Blockbuster on VHS, <laughs> I, is how long ago that was. I still randomly get perfect as an easy stuck in my head, and I haven't seen this movie in, like, years. There we go. <sighs> it's one of those things so where anyway. I'm humming it, and I'll be like, what am I humming? And my next thought is, why am I humming? <laughs> oh, wait. No, you being like, what am I humming? Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here at the not quite two hour mark, we did okay. Uh, I guess well, we got that doesn't for do what? We got started a few minutes late, too. I think it was like closer to quarter after nine. So, it's right about what eh. it really is. There about. Uh, so, yeah. So, that does it for this episode of uh, Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth. Um, we'll come at you with another episode on this one at some point uh, it's getting into the holidays and that always misses scheduling up uh so for now just hang out and uh hopefully um and as always i'm already half kingdom hearts i'm going to bed <laughs>
Secret Ensign's Report 5. In this realm, where all existence has been disintegrated, I have just barely managed to preserve my sense of self by continuing to think and to write. It is a place where even time has lost all meaning. Eternity is as but a moment here. I must make haste. Certainly their plans are already underway. The Heartless must be the key to unraveling this mystery. The six traders were operating out of a laboratory that churned out those accursed shadows. Not only did they generate pure-blood Heartless from living hearts, but they then used those Heartless to synthesize artificial versions of the creatures as well. These synthetic Heartless bore insignias and were called emblems. Pure-blood or emblem, these Heartless act only to fulfill their instinctive needs. They single-mindedly detect hearts and swarm around them. A human's commands would be ineffective. The Heartless would easily steal the human's heart and use it to increase their own ranks. But what if an even stronger Heartless was giving the orders? If he cast aside his own soul and body and became a Heartless, wouldn't he be able to control the otherwise intractable Heartless? Furthermore, wouldn't he be planning to make use of the creature's instincts? If the Heart-seeking Heartless have their sights set on a larger, more powerful heart, their ultimate goal is crystal clear. The largest heart in existence, the heart of the world. This is all conjecture, but it would seem he is utilizing the Heartless in his search for a path leading to the heart of the world.